Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Movie Maniacs podcast. It's been a while. We're back. And summer is officially in motion. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Lots of new trailers to discuss. You guys know the main one that I want to talk about. We're going to get into trailers later on in the episode. It's been a little bit. I wanted to talk about what I've missed or what I have not yet discussed since we last talked. Now, I got my little, you know, my little sheet here of uh, of notes that I want to get through uh, on this episode. One of the big standouts to me, and I'm going to kind of make two points with this. We're going back to Disney, and I wanted to get this at the top of the episode, so. It didn't. We didn't end on a sour note. We're gonna start the show off on a sour note. How about that? Um, Disney, uh, the the main villain. If this was a movie, if the Movie Manix podcast became a movie, Disney would be the villain. Simple as that. Um, I used to really enjoy Disney, um, Pinocchio, The Lion King, The Emperor's New Groove. But I think it's safe to say Disney is creatively bankrupt at this point. I don't even think that's a, a discussion. They haven't really made anything that good recently. Uh, what was it called? Strange Worlds or Strange World last year. Um, nobody saw it. Haven't heard of anybody that has seen it. I, I, I've just haven't. I've not, I haven't met one person actually that has seen that movie. But anyway... Mandalorian Season 3 and Peter Pan and Wendy. That's what I have. I actually have that highlighted on my, my sheet of notes here. Uh, let's start with Peter Pan and Wendy. Came out this week. Nobody's talked about it. Maybe I'm out of the loop, but I haven't heard anybody talk about this movie. Um, if you guys go back to my top 10 movies of 2020, you'll find – or uh, 2021 – You'll find the Green Knight probably sitting at a six to an eight. Uh, that was one of my favorite movies of 2021. It was one of my most anticipated movies that year. Visually, it was beautiful. Um, a ghost story, a, a really interesting A24 film. David Lowry, director of both those films. I'm not sure why he's making Peter Pan and Wendy, but that movie came out. Nobody has seen it, um, and anybody that has seen it has not given it a good score. I've heard some people, like, I think I saw a review on Letterboxd going, oh, you know, it's not what everybody thought it was going to be, but it's still bad. So, like, people are trying to, like, make the case, like, it's not as bad as you thought, but it's still um not good. Well, it doesn't really make much of a difference if it's what people expected it to be or not. Uh, it's still a bad film. Bad is bad. Uh, there's no two ways about it. But that movie came out. And then we have Mandalorian Season 3. Where to start with this one? I have not watched Mandalorian Season 3. Um, I've heard, you know, uh, school actually wrapped up for me last week. I'm recording this on a Sunday. Um, but I've heard, you know... A little bit of conversation about season three, a little schoolyard playground talk or whatever, but um, I haven't really heard anything great about it. And then I go on IMDb, 
pretty low scores considering how consistent I thought the show was up until season three. Um, we talked a little bit in the last episode, I think it was, about Star Wars, all those new announcements. I'm not going to recap everything I said in that episode, but Mandalorian Season 3 not doing good, I think that's a big hit for Disney, uh, or, or a big drop for them. That's not good. When it came to Star Wars, I think it's pretty clear Disney fumbled the bag, and they're continuing to fumble the bag. I saw the Ahsoka trailer. I didn't think it looked good. Uh, I actually recently reread the Darth Bane trilogy by Drew Capershin, something like that. Uh, it's my favorite. The first book particularly is my favorite Star Wars canon novel. I've read it many times. And it's been, been a minute and I went back and I listened to him on audiobook and, and read them what a great trilogy of books. You know, I'm a big Star Wars fan. It was May the 4th last week. I watched Star Wars A New Hope a few days ago. And what a great film. You know, I'm a I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I think it's safe to say this era of Star Wars that we're in is just not great. I'm not going to call it the worst. Okay, maybe I will. I think it is the worst, but, you know, I'll leave that up to debate. But, man, it's never felt more... Um, you know, saturated. Uh, it's felt. It, it feels like the property's been beaten to a pulp. The concepts feel uninspired. Andor was supposed to be good, but not a lot of people saw it. And then the one thing that Star Wars had going for it was the Mandalorian, and it just had its worst season, and had some really questionable choices. I'm not going to get into politics, not even politics, but you know, cultural stuff here even though we're talking about some a realm of pop culture but uh lizzo showing up in an episode i i, I just question the intelligence of these writers who are not going on strike uh apparently they need to be paid more um after their work for mandalorian season three okay um but i, I i'm i'm joking i'm joking uh writers are you know probably should be paid more but Mandalorian Season 3 was not an example of great writing, probably. Uh, but anyway, questionable choice to bring Lizzo in. Uh, and then it just kind of seemed like it was all over the place. Lots of side quests is, a, is something I heard a whole lot of, which I think Mandalorian showed signs of early on. There were a lot of side quests in Mandalorian, and that was always something I kind of critiqued I would have liked a bit more of a straight direction, but I don't have anything against side quests, but uh, find that healthy balance. And I thought Mandalorian did that for a while, but it seems as though they have lost sight of that with season three. And what's next for Star Wars after this? I don't think anyone was super jazzed by the new announcements. They were big for a couple days. Now nobody's, they, they kind of gone. Like, I don't think anybody's really man, I can't wait for that Ray Skywalker or Ray Palpatine movie. But, you know, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll see how those movies turn out. But Star Wars just is not in a good spot. And Mandalorian Season 3 was supposed to be, you know, that big, you know, refreshing reminder of, like, you know, Disney is capable of giving us good stuff with Star Wars. Um, and they didn't do it. They 
did not remind us of that. And it seems more and more questionable that Kathleen Kennedy and fellow, you know, studio members and all that stuff, it seems as though they can't not put together a consistent show or a, you know, consistent product in general. Star Wars was never a every year thing, but it seems as though the mindset of Disney is let's just, you know, chop one of these out every year or so. It's been a few years since we've gotten a movie, but I mean, have we felt like Star Wars has let itself breathe for a minute? No, it's been nonstop television. It's been nonstop still merchandise all over the place, Lego sets galore. That stuff hasn't stopped, but the TV shows have been continuing. Star Wars hasn't slowed down at all in its production. We just haven't gotten movies, but in this day and age, movies aren't the only thing. Television shows have a very big market, and that is what Star Wars has been up to since 2019. It has not been breathing. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy clearly has not looked at the landscape of what they did 2015 to 2019 and gone, we made some mistakes. Um, we had some creative errors and some failings. Let's look at that and, you know, figure it out. Like, let's redo, um, you know, let, let's hit the reset button, go back to the drawing board and figure it out. Because I think we would have all been okay like all right take take another 10 years while you're at it take another 10 years you know fire Kathleen Kennedy I don't know what they got to do but go back to the drawing board and they hit lightning in the bottle a little bit with the Mandalorian and they got people really excited at the end of season two and things were looking good and then Boba Fett came out and we were kind of like oh that was actually kind of bad. And then we had Mandalorian, uh, not Mandalorian, um, Andor, and people were like, it was really good, but not a lot of people watched it. And then season three of Mandalorian, and it wasn't good. So I don't really feel bad for Star Wars right now. I, I love this property. I wish it was doing better, but I mean, my era of Star Wars is sequels and prequels that's about it. Uh, these sequels don't mean much to me. These, I enjoyed the first two seasons of Mandalorian, but it doesn't feel vital to me at all. Um, I recently read, you know, I've read so not. I'm not going to claim to be the biggest Star Wars. You know, I don't know all the canon stuff, all the mythology behind it or whatever. But I've read a good amount of Star Wars canon novels, and I've also just finished up a big Darth Vader omnibus. Um, if I'm saying that, I hope I'm hoping I said that right. But uh, I it was a big read of just great Darth Vader stories. I still don't get why we haven't gotten a just a Darth Vader hunting down Jedi movie yet. I guess we're not, but you know, still would love to see that. Doesn't look like it's gonna happen. Really questionable decision, but okay. Um, anyway, I I've read so many of these. These great um, Star Wars novels, Star Wars comics. There seem to be so many great, passionate writers about Star Wars. 
why is it so hard for Disney to get a good idea? I, I don't understand why it is so difficult. These comic book writers, these novel writers are really capturing what people, I think, really enjoy about Star Wars, the lore, the spirit around it. All those novels, to me, the ones that are good, there are some iffy ones, but the ones that are good, and most of them are, they all feel like they capture that spirit of Star Wars that people love those Disney movies and some in some instances did and the Mandalorian captured that for a little bit but I don't feel like Disney really has a good read on what people even like about Star Wars so I'm gonna cross that one off the podcast notes for now because we have other stuff to get to but um, once again Disney showing just a lack of understanding on how to deal with these properties. And we're going to talk about Marvel here in a second. Anyway, I recently saw Air, directed by Ben Affleck, starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Jason Bateman. Wanted to give this one a brief mention because I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff this year. John Chapter 4 is definitely the standout of the year so far. I watched Infinity Pool. No comment on that. That was weird. Um... I saw the Chris Rock special. That doesn't really count as a movie. I saw the MCU effort with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That wasn't very good. Um, and then I saw Shazam Free of the Gods, the Mario movie, uh, which I should have mentioned, uh, but didn't. It was fine. Um, a good little kid film, uh, but nothing more than that, which is fine. But it wasn't like greatest movie of the year or anything like that. But it was fine. I, I give it a 6 out of 10. Um, and then I saw Air, which is just a really fun, solid, sport film kind of feel. Great cast. Uh, good writing and directing by Ben Affleck. Uh, just a really solid film. I'd recommend it to anybody. You know what you're getting going in. It 100% lived up to what I uh, was hoping it would be. Really uh, enjoyable no complaints, really. I'd give it an 8 out of 10. Just a really solid film. Um, I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 tonight. Um, I'll talk about that later on in the week. But, man, uh, 2023 doesn't have a lot of notable movies this year, I guess. But summer movie season is in full swing. Oppenheimer next month. Barbie next month. We're going to talk about that later. Um but, you know, I'm hoping 2023 picks things up a little bit, but Air and John Wick Chapter 4 are definitely uh, movies worth seeing, I think, so far this year. John Wick Chapter 4, definitely my favorite movie that I've seen so far this year. Uh, but I definitely have some other stuff I need to see. Um, what have I missed? I'm going to pull that up real quick. Anything I need to see that I that I haven't gotten to yet? I, I do want to see the Scream movie. I'll probably see that this week. And then I'll watch... Oh, I want to see Sisu. That action movie looks really good. The Covenant looks good. Evil Dead Rise. Creed 3. Bo is Afraid. I got a little catching up to do. Um, Bo is Afraid. I'm a little nervous about that one. But uh, it, those are the movies I do need to see. Might catch a Dungeons & Dragons movie at home. Anyway. Uh, that's what 2023 is looking like so far. Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 real quick, and then we're going to talk about some trailers, and 
we also are going to mention the Blade movie, uh, which is being halted. I'll kind of mention that in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 conversation. But anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Marvel. Let's talk about the state of Marvel. Uh, we know where it's at. It's not great. Um, feels like superhero fatigue is a real thing. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are like, that's not a real thing. But it seems to be the case. It seems as though... Maybe not. Maybe it's not superhero fatigue. It's called um, wanting a fresh idea, wanting originality. Um, and the MCU has always been cookie cutter, and fans have always kind of okay. You know, I'll accept it. You know, I know what I'm getting with an MCU movie, but I'll accept the product. Um, it's consistent. But now the MCU, instead of being consistently good to the occasional mediocre. Um, now it's just consistently mediocre to bad. <laughs> um, no Way Home was good, but other than that, since Endgame, MCU has really just lost all the goodwill. All the goodwill. I think it's safe to say it could have just kind of ended it at Endgame. Has anybody really, you know, found a reason? Like, why are we still going at this point? Like, can't we just keep a good thing good? Uh, doesn't seem like that's in Kevin Feige's plan or Bob Iger or whoever's running Disney right now. Uh, now we're gonna still, uh, you know, crank these out regularly, and we're not really gonna get a whole lot of, uh, you know, concern over the poor ratings that the movie's been getting or the or the complaints that are starting to pile up. Now we're just gonna keep doing our own thing. And guys, tonight I'm seeing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. This is going to really let me know where the MCU is at. If I can't like this movie, which I'm not even a big Guardians of the Galaxy fan, but I liked both of them. Volume 2 had some great moments. Um, but if this doesn't work, don't expect anything good from the MCU. Just don't. Because if James Gunn can't give us something fresh, original, exciting, inventive, and different from the other MCU movies then I don't think anybody else is going to do that right now, especially considering the type of talent that Marvel hires. They hire the cheap. They hire the, you know, they had a good little indie film. Let's hire them and give them millions of dollars and expect them to be able to deliver something good. You know, it just, it's not really working out for the MCU right now. And I really do hope Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is good. The trailers have been starting to hit some good notes. I'm like, okay, I'm really hoping. I'm, I'm not getting excited. I'm I'm not excited about this movie. But, man, I am hopeful. I'm hoping it's – just give me a 7 out of 10, please. I don't want a 6 out of 10. I don't want a 5 out of 10. I'm ex That's what I'm expecting, but I'm hoping James Gunn can give me something that separates – itself from the previous mcu films i've been hearing good things i hope it's good i'll talk about it later but we're seeing kind of a weak opening weekend potentially for guardians of the galaxy volume 3 that's what happens when you continually make kind of schlock not great movies um which is what the mcu's been doing blade has been put on hold i don't think we'll ever get that film <laughs> it seems it's been in talks for years but man mcu really uh is gonna have to redeem itself with this one uh i hope it does i've been hearing good things but 
Man, I like Black Panther Wakanda forever. So, man. Uh, but I've been hearing the CGI is the best the MCU's had in years. I'm hoping, hoping that's true, but I'm just not going to get my hopes up. But anyway, I'll come back on the show, talk to you guys about that. Let's get into a trailer here. Like we got a few trailers. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six trailers. Um, let's talk about the Barbie trailer, guys. What are we doing here with Barbie? Um, I when I saw that Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach were going to make a Barbie movie, I was like, oh, I might actually go watch a Barbie film. And I'm not quite against that notion yet but i'm not really confident in this movie people are loving it people are loving this these trailers they're loving you know ryan gosling with with uh uh his shirt unbuttoned and margot robbie they're loving all this stuff uh, i haven't seen anything from these trailers to convince me that this movie is going to be anything more than bad jokes, which is what I'm getting right now. I don't really love any of these jokes. And I get that right, the dialogue is looking like it's, you know, being like it's it's like it's being written by like eight-year-olds because they're acting out with the Barbies and all that stuff. I get that, but like it's not that funny. Uh from what I've seen of the shows. Once again, I hope this movie's good because I'm afraid I'm gonna end up watching it, but I hope it's good. Uh, but man, I, I don't really get these trailers so far. Like, is this it? Is like, we've gotten two trailers so far and it's just like pink houses and cars and glitz, glamour, eight-year-old dialogue, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And didn't like really fan, like really elaborate camera stuff. I don't. Really, I, I feel a little disappointed. Like, I, come on, like this is it. This is, you know, all that we're gonna be getting from the from from these teasers and trailers. It's this is it. I was really hoping we were gonna get something different. I don't really know what I was expecting, but I thought Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach were gonna be able to, you know, make something that was, I don't know, a little had something a little bit more. Dare I say depth? Or, or had something deep. Uh, maybe that was a a hard, uh, a risky, you know, probably unsure bet. But I kind of thought that was going to be what they were going to do. Doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems to me like this is about it. And if you've enjoyed these trailers, you're gonna enjoy the movie. I hope that's not the case because these trailers haven't really been cutting it for me. Two more trailers that I want to talk about, or yeah, two more trailers I want to talk about before we get to the big one. First one, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. We finally got a full trailer for this movie. And listen, I'm not a big Hunger Games fan. I read the first three books. I haven't read the uh, the prequel novel yet. Maybe I will. Um, I haven't. I also haven't watched all the movies. I thought the first one was fine. I didn't love the first one though. Uh, I, I don't know if it's it's just I I don't think YA that YA type of storytelling is necessarily my thing. But 
I thought the first book was uh, really good, really solid. Second book, I was like, okay, that wasn't as good. And the third one, I was like, okay, this this is not for me. But we are getting a prequel uh, for this movie or for this series, I suppose, uh, focused around the uh, Snow character. Um, I think that you the trailer kind of didn't really change anything for me. I'm not excited. I'm not opposed to it. I don't think it's going to be anything great. Uh, but it looked fine. Uh, it's got, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, from, uh, what was it? From uh, West Side Story. I'm trying to remember her name. And I thought she was great in West Side Story. I was a little surprised she did not get uh, nominated for West Side Story. I thought that was my favorite performance of that year. But, uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Rachel Zegler going to be in this movie. Uh, I don't know. I, but the concept is interesting. I, I get what they're going for. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of this property, so I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. But it uh, could be good. Uh, we'll just have to see, though. Uh, I, I, this trailer didn't do a whole lot for me. But I think it... If you're a big fan of this series, I think this trailer gave you what you wanted. It gave you some of the background, some of the lore for what we're going to lead into with the three main books. So I think this trailer showed everything that it it should have for fans of this series. I'm just not one of them, but I, I don't have any problems with this trailer. I don't really feel like this is a movie we need, but I, I'm sure fans will be a lot more excited and have a lot more to say about it than I do. I'm just not a big Hunger Games fan. But another one I have a little bit more to talk about. Next goal wins. Michael Fassbender, directed by Taika Waititi. Let's talk about Taika Waititi for a second. In 2019, Taika Waititi was probably one of my favorite, like, on-the-rise, like, directors he kind of got established really in 2019 and 2017 but i went through most of his films i think there's two i haven't seen yet uh really enjoyed jojo rabbit in 2019 thor ragnarok's one of my favorite mcu movies um what are we doing uh where what we do in the shadows really good uh I, uh hunt for the wilder people a personal favorite of mine that i i really enjoy and have seen multiple times but man uh, it, that kind of all came to an end last year with Thor Love and Thunder and that pirate show, which I didn't watch, but really didn't look any good. He's really uh, taken a nosedive, for me at least. I don't really love his version of comedy anymore. I think it's changed a little bit. I don't think it's that same earnestness that I really enjoyed from him that like had a little bit of charm to it. This is just kind of him just kind of throw it a hissy fit in every movie. And I, I don't really enjoy it. I, I didn't love any of the comedy in Thor Love and Thunder. And in Next Goal Wins, this was the movie that should have been at the top or in the top 10 of my most anticipated movies of 2023. I don't know if I'll watch this movie. It it just really had nothing for me. I, I, I didn't laugh at all in the trailer. Um, It didn't really have anything in the story that i thought would excite me all that much i don't know guys i i've really enjoyed taika waititi for a long time and i don't know what's going on with him but you know maybe nothing's going on with him but i just don't enjoy his 
style anymore. I don't know what it is, but Thor Love and Thunder was really bad. I mean, that was a bad movie. And this doesn't look good, in my opinion. I think he's lost some of the charm, some of the earnestness that those first few films had, you know, maybe getting established and and, and rising up the ranks kind of did him uh, a disservice, or not did him a disservice, but it it helped kind of bring about this demise, I suppose, that we're seeing of him where you know, he's fine. I mean, this trailer didn't look awful, but it just didn't look good. And I really was hoping this trailer would remind me after a really bad movie in Thor Love and Thunder why I love Taika Waititi. And it did it. It's just kind of further in, you know, confirmed in my mind that this is not the guy that I really enjoyed in, you know, The Hunt for the Wilder People and Jojo Rabbit and the charm and the heart that I felt like those movies had mixed in with the, you know, the dark comedy that he would have and what we do in the shadows. I just haven't gotten any of that recently. I don't enjoy his comedy anymore. And I didn't think this trailer looked all that good. So uh, really disappointing. Uh, Next goal wins the return of Michael Fassbender after being gone since I think Dark Phoenix all the way back in 2019. He'll also be in The Killer. Oof. This weather has me uh, messed up. But anyway, um, he's been gone for a while, but he will return also in David Fincher's The Killer, one of my most anticipated movies of 2023. I'm very, very excited to see that. But Next Go Wins uh, really did not have anything I was looking for after a really rough outing with uh, Thor Lamentator. This just did not uh, bring me back at all. Moving on from that point, though, last main point that I want to make on this quick episode, probably got the note paper, we're done, there's nothing else to discuss, you guys know what it is, dude, part two, we got the trailer Thursday, man, oh, I think it was, yeah, Thursday, man, oh man, this trailer was awesome. This, okay, Denis Villeneuve, arguably the most consistent director working today. Everything this guy does looks beautiful, has great storytelling, and just feels fresh. I, I really do enjoy his style. I, I have really enjoyed all of his movies. I don't think he's got one film I don't like. Almost all of his films are 9 out of 10s for me, if not 10 out of 10s. I think the one 8 out of 10 I have is... Uh, I think I do have an 8 out of 10. All of his movies, are, I think, are 9 out of 10s, which is crazy. Uh, but, man, dude, my favorite movie of 2021, it feels like this came pretty quick, honestly, but, man, I am... Whew, I'm so excited for this movie. I really am. This looks awesome it looks like they are ramping up the scale i thought that the zimmer score is obviously great uh one of my favorite soundtracks of in recent memory really enjoyed that score and i think this trailer gave us everything uh, that it needed to it gave us the atmosphere it gave us a continuation of the story of this kind of 
Christ-like figure in Paul Atreides, and its dissection of that archetype is continuing here with part two, but we're seeing other supporting characters come more into play as Timothy Chalamet, as Paul Atreides, almost ascends and separates himself from the lower level and or, or, or from you know the ground and kind of is kind of rising up into this Christ-like figure, as I said previously. But I think the visuals obviously are beautiful. I cannot wait to go see this movie in IMAX. It's gonna be great. I, I am no doubt, guys. Uh, but Dude was one of my favorite sci-fi films, one of my favorite movies of all time, quite frankly. And I cannot wait for this second part. I don't know if there's going to be more after this, but man, Denis Villeneuve has the chance to do something really, really special here. I hope people show up for this movie. The trailer looked great. Gave me everything I was hoping for. I got goosebumps, guys. Honestly, watching that trailer, I got goosebumps. I'm so excited for this movie. I I, I love what it brings to... I, I love the difference that dude has from just everything else coming out right now the, the music the style the directing by Denis Villeneuve is just so different from it it's so refreshing from what we get now, nowadays and I've, I've I've seen it multiple times since watching it in theaters cannot wait to watch it again uh this year and I cannot wait for the second part it, I think it's gonna be great if Denis Villeneuve wants to do the whole, you know, Frank Herbert uh, trilogy, the whole, you know, saga, whatever he wants to do, he's really got the chance to make something special and, and, and make a sci-fi series that I think can stand above anything that's been done before. And that's something really refreshing to say in this era of movies that has really good stuff. And I, I'm not saying that every movie that comes out is bad because that's obviously not true, but... We could use more stuff like Denis Villeneuve and Christopher Nolan, who are, are really two of my favorite directors working right now. And like I said, cannot wait for Oppenheimer. I'm really excited to see what the best movie of 2023 is. I don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be Oppenheimer? Is it going to be The Killer, Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, Dude Part 2? I'm not sure, but this was a great trailer. November 3rd couldn't come quick enough. I'm so excited. Uh, I wanted to end it on a good note because this movie, man, oh man, I, I am just, I, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm really, really hyped for this second part. Uh, the imagery itself is just enough to give anybody goosebumps, I think. I'm really pumped. I'm really, really pumped for Dude Part 2. That concludes this episode of the Movie Maniacs Podcast. Five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Any questions? moviemax2020 at gmail.com as always. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys next time. And with a review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So I'll see you then.